Hey guys, welcome back to Straight Talk with Yvette Elizabeth. And this is episode two of season one. So thanks for coming back and listening. Um, means a lot to me. And this episode, we're going to jump straight to it. Um, today, I have a special guest, someone who means a lot to me. And I'm going to introduce you to her. Her name is Sianna. <laughs> and Tiana's actually my oldest niece. Um, no, we're not sisters. It may look like it. I know. Don't be cute. Don't be cute. <laughs> but um, I wanted to do this episode with Tiana because um, Tiana is in the young generation and she's gone through a lot of different chapters in her life that I'm sure she's not the only one that's experienced them. And. I want to talk about those experiences that she's been through as in her younger eight years and what got her through them and how she became who she is today. Yes. Well, first and foremost, I would not be the confident version of myself. It wasn't for you. You definitely brought me out of my shell as a shell of the person I am today before I moved to Florida. I've been in Florida for about a year now, a little bit over a year, and my life has changed so much for the better. Um, I have a one and a half year old son, and prior to moving here, it was pandemic drama and just a lot of uncertainty, a lot of insecurity, a lot of depression and anxiety, and it just, really came out in how I presented myself. It was impossible to get away from. So I'm so happy that I can like finally feel comfortable in my own skin. I mean, I I brought a life into this world and that kind of made me appreciate my body more because um, that was freaking amazing, like unbelievable. I still can't believe it. He's here one and a half years and I still, is unfathomable. But, yeah. Well, just to let you know, you are beautiful. Thank you. Inside and out. It runs in the blood. It runs in the blood. <laughs> Sianna, actually, I, she was in a shell for sure. And I try to also understand why she would feel uncomfortable about herself. Um, when I think she's beautiful, um, she is beautiful. And I have myself... I definitely have insecurities. Um, I have my days where I just feel like, oh my God, I'm the ugliest duckling in the world. And then I have my days where I'm like, I am that bitch, okay? <laughs> um, but when I get those days, it's not because I just woke up like that. Um, I have an amazing support system between my friends and my family. And without that, I don't know where I'd be standing today. That is for sure. Um, I feel that we have a double vision when we see ourselves in the mirror. Um, I know I feel that way. I will I look at myself that. in the mirror. I think I look a certain way, so I feel good. And then I go out and about, and then I see these pictures, and I'm just like... Who is that? Yes, like, I feel disgusting. I feel horrible. I feel like, oh, my God, what are people thinking of me? What was I doing wearing that? Um... I just, I still have a body image. I have my days. Um, and I've overcome that. And a lot of the times, too, Sienna doesn't believe it, but she's helped me overcome some of that fear. 
as much as I've helped her come out of her show. Definitely. I think we both, of course, have our insecurities, but ours are a little bit different. And I feel like where you're lacking in the confidence is where I'm pushing you the most and vice versa. And I feel like that's how we both have been able to, like, blossom into these versions of ourselves that we are now. And we're like, can I curse? Yeah. We're bad bitches, and I love it. <laughs> and once again, guys, this is definitely raw unfiltered. So, of course, we will definitely keep it with respect. But it is what it is. We are bad bitches. And many, many other bad bitches out there that I give props to. Um, yes. And if it wasn't for those bad bitches out there, we, I we also wouldn't feel like yes, bad bitches. Indeed. Because it, it just feels so empowering to, like... See, other women feel beautiful and feel confident. And going back to, like, the support system that we have is amazing. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's so many beautiful, strong-minded, positive women. And it just it just really shows in the growth. I, like I said, I've been in Florida for a year. And that's when I reconnected with my culture, reconnected with my femininity. And it was just amazing and how everything worked out was just so on time it was so it was god's plan it is i definitely believe it was god's plan especially because i was not around physically enough to be a part of sienna's life um my sister and my niece and nephew are military family pretty much um, my from, mom is her sister yes indeed and um her stepdad um was military so they did move out of new york um at a younger age um so they grew up a lot differently um culture wise as well based on their environment um they lived you moved to fort drum yeah which is um about an hour north of syracuse 30 minutes south of quebec canada okay so way 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 up there yeah, definitely not the Bronx. <laughs> um, and then from there, they moved to Savannah, Georgia. Um, and they lived there for a while. So tell me, going from the Bronx to North New York to then Savannah, how did that affect you mentally, sociably, just you? How did you feel to fit in? Um, fitting in was an epic battle that I lost every day of my life. Um, every move was a huge culture shock. Um, I mean, I was in a melting pot of culture in New York City, and there was so many people that looked like me, that sounded like me, that could relate to me. And then I was snatched out of there when I was about 10 years old to move up to really, really rural um really rural new york and it was just a lot of white people that did not look like me could not relate to me they didn't even know what dominican was and i went through a whole identity crisis because i really wanted to look like them wanted to sound like them wanted to experience that same privilege that i didn't even know they had i just knew that i was different and also living on a military base I wasn't allowed to do anything and all these kids had grown up around all the other kids that lived off base so it was just outside of 
the cool kids. I was just, just living in my own world, trying to navigate this whole new environment. Um, I moved from Fort Drum when I was about 13. I was also always the youngest um, person in my class. So when everybody else was in um, freshman year, they were 14, I was 13 as a freshman. I moved in the middle of my freshman year um, to Savannah, Georgia. Again, huge, huge, huge culture shock. Like I actually wasn't able to communicate with anybody for about a year, like it, it took a lot of time to be able to pick up their slang, to just know what the South was like. I had never experienced anything like that. And it took a lot of getting used to. I had to learn how to code switch because in Savannah I was a lot more exotic, a lot more foreign, and they didn't really also know what to do with me. Some more people didn't know what Dominican was, but still it wasn't. So, like, you say, like, Dominican was. So, tell me, like, okay, what was the culture? Because for me, I can be outside. I can go to a grocery store or Walmart, and somebody can overhear me talk. And depending on what I'm saying, they can determine, oh, are you from New York? Or you're Hispanic? Or oh, yeah. they listen to what I'm listening to. Oh, are you Dominican, Puerto Rican? So tell me, like, going to school, mm -hmm. your first day at school, mm -hmm. how did, like, how did that make you feel to try to even be a friend with someone? Like, what was that conversation like for you to feel like, oh, my God, they don't, I'm, like, this odd person, I'm yeah. alien, they don't know what Dominican is. So, like, how did you work with that? Like, how did you build to where you felt at least accepted? Well, I think it begins with starting to have that conversation because every beginning phase of a friendship or an acquaintanceship or anything, it always started with an interview, honestly. Like, they were wondering where I was from, um, and sometimes I would have them just guess because that was more fun than just, like, trying to explain. But it was a learning experience. Some people um, made it a huge deal. My race and ethnicity and it was like always the topic of the conversation and at first I did feel really appreciated really seen and unique because everybody was so interested in the fact that I look so different than everyone else in Savannah again a tidbit of Savannah is very segregated still I mean there's I feel like there's no gray areas very black or very white and they did not know what to do with me so I was kind of interviewed by everybody I came across so so like what finally made you get to a point where because for me so let me tell you a little bit about me and my younger ages and for a lot of people they may not know this some people may know so those are listening they're gonna be like oh yeah I remember so I used to be the quiet one, the nerdy one, the one that looked a little different. In elementary school, I used to be picked on. And I used to deal with it in the sense that some were, I thought, were my friends. Mm -hmm. So like, some I just bypassed it or whatever to the point where 
I got used to it and it didn't bother me. But when we were friends, we were friends. Yeah. So how did you get to a point where you felt like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, I am who I am. When did you want to finally embrace you? So when I was in Savannah for a couple of years and I felt like I was burnt out from being there, I got into this really depressive, lazy phase where I didn't take care of myself really. I didn't dress myself like I wanted to present myself. And I was just, it just showed how lazy and how unconfident I was. So like I said, once I got pregnant, I did not enjoy my pregnancy and I, I wish I did, I wish I had uh another experience for that but i didn't feel beautiful or glowy or anything like that looking back now i i definitely look at it in a more positive light but even when i was pregnant i was still dressing like i did not care about myself and just the thought of in the future i'll have to pick up my son from school and i don't want all the kids to be like who is this bum picking up aj I just wanted to present myself like I cared about my life, like I cared about how I presented myself and my son. And I also knew that I wanted him to look great, but I didn't want to look like a pile of shit next to him. So if you could talk to yourself back to when you were 15, what would you say to yourself? that my uniqueness is so amazing like it makes everything worthwhile like my perspective my point of view my experience my journey is so different than anybody else's I've ever met and I used to really think that that was like something that was a downfall something that was to look look negatively at and I would just tell my 15-year-old self that I just need to appreciate all those moments. And also, adulthood is a trap. I would not do it. <laughs> do not recommend. I know. We don't have a choice. Oh, my goodness. But I'll say this. One, I am beyond blessed and grateful to have you as my niece. And you bless me being your aunt, thanks to my sister, of course. But I'm also... AJ is my great nephew who I love to pieces and I look at you you were here a year ago and I didn't even know we didn't even have a relationship really right like I'm blessed that for the for the bit of communication that we maintained that I was able to save you from where you thought that was your 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 hole yeah that was definitely my wit's end when you right before i moved here was one of the lowest points like i said the peak of the pandemic i was struggling with like homelessness and i was just not in a safe situation at all and i was a first time mom single mom it was just non-stop stress you saved me from that environment and I, i've just been going up ever since and it, like I said, it shows in every aspect. My job, my son, my body, my 
confidence. It shows in everything. So well, thank I'm, you so, so, so much from the bottom of my heart. I am proud of you, and you're very, very welcome. Um, I think you helped me realize how confident I really am without knowing I am. Mm -hmm. um, I think I know I'm confident on non-beauty. Like when it comes to work or getting things done, my A-game is on there. Yeah. I, I get shit done. I hustle. I do what I got to do. I don't think about beauty in that aspect. You know, I'll leave the house looking crazy. I don't give a damn. I got to mm -hmm. do this. I got to do that. I don't care. Um, and then I look back at my younger years and I look at old pictures and I reminisce and I think, damn, like, okay, I used to be so skinny. Yeah. And I'm here, like, trying to lose 30 pounds. And I'm just like, and then I look and I'll compare myself, like, damn, I was too skinny. Or when I thought I needed to lose weight to look better and I look at the pictures now, I'm like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Right. And that's another thing I would tell my 15-year-old self to just, like, enjoy the the body the state of mind the everything that i'm at right then and there because i do the same thing look at old pictures where i was like 10 12 swearing that i was so fat and i never was and i feel like because i believed i was fat i made myself fat because before puberty i Every like family obviously not you but family were were always mentioning um, my weight so it was at the for forefront of my mind and I started acting like a fat girl and eating like a fat girl because this is what everybody expected and it was easier to follow along with that than to fight against it and fast forward after puberty I just became a sticker girl and i used to hate it i love it now i actually never want to be skinny i love my curves you're glowing now in case you didn't know <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you i feel that and i feel the same way so i don't think i ever want to be skinny i yeah. love my thickness yes. i've received compliments um, I think it just runs in our blood and our family and our genes and our culture. We love to eat. Mm -hmm. um, this and also, it shows. It shows. Um, there's also a balanced, healthy eating, right? Um, I think a lot of us, especially being Dominican, you know, we can burn those calories, dance on the dance floor. Those hits. Um, those hits. Exactly. <laughs> but let me ask you this. So, like, so when Chelsea, Sienna came here. Damn it. <laughs> big shout out a special shout out to my former and my new friend who calls me mom <laughs> Michaela by KK um, she was my neighbor upstairs and she moved in literally within weeks that Sienna moved here and I felt like the timing was right for the both of them honestly um, they were both going through their own personal issues and they were able to communicate with each other. Yeah. And me being insecure and here are these beautiful women that 
they have so much to show for and not just in beauty just your personality and yeah. your character all of that makes you who you are because you can be looking pretty outside but if you got an ugly heart we ain't talking like go. no like you're done yeah and so shout out to kk because she's out there on her way back to her hometown so we already miss her like crazy that's my bestie yeah i love her she's helped me do so much through this journey she's grown so much like we have literally all uplifted each other with the confidence and you can look at a picture of us one year ago today and just it radiates through us it does even for me because i went shopping crazy for clothes i never thought i could i would buy or see myself in okay okay (laughs) (laughs) and you know it's all about honestly your confidence makes a difference and goes back to people feel it around you and it 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 spreads and that just that is true it creates it creates the ambiance and um what's the word the morale it's yes. a positive morale um because if you you want to be this is just how they say you wake up with a positive thought you can have a great day today but if you run into somebody who's in a bad mood i don't want your energy mm-hmm. like take that shit elsewhere like you're not gonna mess up my vibe now all i could do is try to help you lift your spirits but if you ain't trying to hear it, I'm not trying to deal with you. And I've learned also to cut the BS. I ain't got time for you. I'm not time for your BS. You don't got time for me. Do you? I do me. I've learned to just love me. Love myself every day. Saying is believing. That is for sure. And it took a lot, even for Sienna. Like, I remember I took a shopping for the first time. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, she was not in the section she should have been. I, will, I used to dress like a man all the time. <laughs> and I still do like to have my more masculine days. I, I like to feel comfortable in how I feel that day. Um, but but now I was, told me where it's like sexy comfortable. Right. And I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with the femininity. So I could never go to the women's section and like, Everything I had to put on, I had to wear a bra for it. Like, I had to wear the right underwear. <laughs> that you guys I was listening? not prepared this is for that. the change I'm talking about. This is a, someone who literally just didn't care. And I'm proud. I'm so proud of you. So, so proud of you. you. The glow is in you. And just you living the experience of come to say that Definitely environment makes an impact on you, on anyone. Because if you're, again, morale, if you're not surrounded by positive positivity, positive energy, all of that feeds off of you. So you want to have someone to be like, go get it. You can do this. You got this. And I feel like even you having you here with me has helped me see the light differently. Like I've taken steps I never thought I would do. Oh, that won't be me. I can't do that. And the thing is that everyone in my circle, in my world, friends and acquaintances I have will always, I, you guys believe in me more than I ever believe in myself. So I will question me like, damn, like, really? I could do it? And I will get no hesitation. So I also want to thank everyone who's in my life. You all do have some type of impact in my life who's made me who I am um, or you've just helped me shine better. 
honestly. And as I talked about in episode one, these are things I do want to talk about and share because I feel like obviously Sienna's not the only one that has experienced this. Um, there's a lot of females and males who don't feel comfortable with themselves based on how they grew up, how they were raised, what was their surroundings like, what was their social skills like. Um, they don't have no one to talk to or confide in or someone to help them come out of the shell. And, and honestly, I also don't think, I think the way everything happened also was very organic. Like, you did try to force me into a V-neck shirt that first time. I did. I was like, girl, come <laughs> I on, she was so that. Oh, my gosh. And it was just a shirt. Like, it was really? like boobs was not out or anything. <laughs> but I was like, girl, so It was just a V-neck t-shirt. It was very That's simple. it. I just couldn't even do that. Like, that, that goes to show... I'm gonna dress today. Like I We did a boudoir photo shoot yes. and let me tell you, mommy stuff like that is also what helped so much. I would have never saw myself like that, like or that I could be sexy and just for events that we are it's all women, so I have nothing <laughs> to worry about. I don't have to feel uncomfortable. That was really why I struggled with the femininity in the first place because I didn't want to be perceived like I was trying to be pretty for men that was my biggest thing um and I just stopped trying to be pretty <laughs> and even then not to sound conceited it still did not stop anybody from trying to approach me I was dressing like a bum like I did not care about mm -hmm. myself never did my hair and it still didn't stop people from like having their attention on me and it made me feel uncomfortable even more so i used to hide under all my clothes and the fact that again moving here and being around all these positive like-minded women it just brought me out of that shell more naturally than like I'm taking away all your clothes and you have to wear this. Like. So, Sienna shops in my closet, guys. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's my favorite place to shop. Yes. <laughs> and I love it. At first, I was like, I haven't worn that yet. But I've never Don't experienced it. Okay. <laughs> and so, I love it because I used to do that with my aunt. I used to go home with garbage bags full of clothes from her shelf. So. She ain't got to go nowhere. She right. just, this is my closet. I just yeah. let her use it. And I'll, and I'll see her. We'll FaceTime each other. And I'll be like. And I'll do a spin for her. So she knows. Hell no. <laughs> I'm like, dang girl. I think you're wearing it better than me. <laughs> so I want to like let you guys know that me witnessing her growth in a year. And I'm also a pusher. So. Definitely. I was not going to let her down because I would have felt like I didn't do my part as her aunt. Um, but also as I shine, you shine. Like, there's no way I'm going to shine and you still in the freaking hole. Like, that's just not happening. Um, so I'm glad that you got to see the light and you said, damn, I want to see what's the rest of the light. Because there's so much there for you. AJ is going to be great. I think that... You've grown up a lot, matured a lot. The co-parenting, being the mom, being responsible. And you did it, girl. And you're still doing it. Like, 
you've come from not only personally but even like professionally you went from not just working at any job now you, yeah. you actually have you're an executive you're working in an executive office which is a start for the future you know and now you're not just thinking about yourself you got to think about aj so let me tell you this let me ask you this what advice would you give to any of those females out there that have experienced what you've experienced what would you tell them today i would say this too shall pass and as cliche as it sounds it it's all you can use sometimes and something that has always helped me is no matter how down i feel no matter how depressed and anxious i feel thinking of at least one thing it could be the smallest thing something that you're grateful for it helps me so much like literally the smallest thing i'm just i'm just grateful i woke up this morning I'm just grateful it didn't rain when I got out the car. I'm just grateful that my son is happy and healthy. It's all the little things that you're grateful for that it takes the edge off. It takes the hurt off a little bit from all the stressors and anxiety. That's what I would tell the my younger self and also all the younger women that I... I think it's also my younger self. Awesome. Well, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I think please leave your feedback, comments. Um, this will be on our YouTube, hopefully. Um, but you can see us video as well. Um, we love you guys. Please, I appreciate the support. Um, and Make sure you guys... Follow us on all of our social media. Your social media is... is Straight Talk with Elizabeth. You already know. And you can also follow Sianna. At Trappy.Sianna. That's C-I-A-N-A. On Instagram. And other than that, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thank Love you, you. so much. Be safe out Deuces. there.